theme song. The Hello Kitty thing. Like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up Gitchy Gitchy Goo means that I love you. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Seth, and this is... Brad, hello, hello. Hello. I was about to say Seth. (laughs) (laughs) Double Seth today. (laughs) It's Seth and Seth. What if I just said William and I just, I stole your first name? You would have threw me off a lot, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Damn. No one calls me William except, like, my cousin. No, no, I'd be William. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but I'd be like, what? (laughs) I'd be, um... Uh, Rumpelstiltskin, and I just steal your name. Mm, I see, I see. You're my firstborn child. Yeah. <laughs> You're my first friend that's named Brad, though. Mm-hmm. We're a dying race. Yeah, people don't like the name Brad. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We are not portrayed well in the media either. No, you're not. Every time I see a Brad in any sort of media. They're a douche. Like, far from home is mm-hmm. the most recent example I can think of. We're just assholes. Yeah. I rarely see Seth. I think I've only seen it like twice. And I don't even know what they were in. Um, That's hard. I feel like I have, but it's more of a, I haven't been on the lookout for it. Mm-hmm. I'm always on the lookout for Brad. That's fair. And then there's also, uh, the one that comes to mind now is from a Goofy movie. Who's Brad? Oh, the extremely goofy movie. Oh, yeah, this is the second He's one. He's the um, frat boy guy. Yes. Oh, what a dillweed. Yeah. Dillweed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you don't you see a chance with that one. <laughs> no, not at all. It uh, almost feels like that one started all the stereotypes <laughs> like, for Brad. <laughs> someone saw a goofy movie on VHS. An extremely goofy <laughs> movie. <laughs> they just went to, like, they went to MySpace or whatever was that popular at the time, and they were just like, fuck Brad. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great movie. It, they, they are really good. Yeah, movies. they're both solid. I like I've, the second one more, but I know that's like the hotter take. It's I want to say the second one is more memorable or it's the one that people remember more. It's more geared towards us memes. No, like if the it, first one was more geared towards like millennials. The okay. second one is more geared towards like because it's like the skaters and all of that jazz. Sure. Know? I, I watched them both like semi recently, like maybe mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And I re- remember watching the first one and I just went, I actually don't remember a lot from this movie. I remember a few things, mm-hmm. but all the stuff that I thought was from this movie is actually from the second one. And that's why I was like, oh, OK. I think the college years are more interesting. They are more interesting. Um, but the first one has some really great stuff with like, you know, just a, a a dad and a son trying mm-hmm. to connect and they're they're kind of bad at it well and all the power line bits are fun yeah i love power line is from the first one though yeah that's the most memorable yeah thing oh for the sure first one the road trip's fun though the soundtrack mm-hmm. is stellar in mm-hmm. the first one like there's no ands for butts about it i also will absolutely blame an extremely goofy movie for some of the furry obsessions you're probably have. right actually Dude, i went on i was on instagram and i saw that scene where it's um um what's the friend's name which one the not the clearly stoner one the (laughs) the other one oh oh, fuck he's He's, pete's kid yeah it's pete's kid yeah well he like he they're at like this night this like poetry Mm -hmm. slam club and the he is flirting with With the french girl oh my 
gosh. I was <laughs> yep. like, there's so much riz in that scene. Yes, there is. And he plays it off really well. He knows what his audience is. He's like, I know what she'll respond to. And he just goes full poetry and is like, I know what she will be, what she will like. And he gets it. And yeah. we're all just like, holy shit <laughs> have you seen the meme of the stoner guy where he's like you ever wonder why we wear gloves <laughs> yes. and then it's like and he was never seen again because he literally was never in another disney movie again yeah they had to write him out because yeah. they were like this dude's dangerous Too self-aware we don't know what he's smoking but <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly working <laughs> yeah no so great well, movie a great movie it really is we, sh- we should do like a decom like segment at some point where we just like review different ones like we do all high school musicals all the goofy movies so forth and so on that, yeah that does sound fun that'd be really fun revisit a lot of our childhood <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh which high school i feel like thing. that's the one where we're going to review something and we're gonna it's like a movie we remember so fondly mm-hmm. but then we go back to it and we're like uh this movie sucks ass <laughs> there's some that are bad but like, Luck of the Irish is really good. No, jump in. No, is that's good. that's exactly the really? one. Really, I've rewatched that recently. It's not that bad. Oh, uh, dude, there's so much. I even like. I don't think I even really remember that one that well. I remember watching it and going like, "This doesn't look very good at all." Really, I <laughs> yeah. loved it. Oh my god, no. Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff was good. That one also feels like a bad one. I watched that within the last like three years, and I liked it. Yes, but you're. I will say your opinions on these on movies like this are very skewed. That's fair, but I didn't watch it as a kid. I the first time I watched it was while dating Alyssa because she was like, "It's really good," and I was like, "Okay, I'll check it out." I highly doubt those are that. Are you might not enjoy them as much as I do. I I would love to do like this idea you're bringing up because those sound like awful movies. It'd be fun to trash them if they're bad. Um, Thirteenth Year was really good. I don't know if I've watched that one. He's a mermaid. Oh, I've <laughs> seen that. It's oh, the god. mermaid one. Oh god, I watched that over H two O somehow. Uh, no, that these are all bad picks. The, I feel like. Um, what's a, Smart House was good. No, wait, why uh, do you keep bringing up? <laughs> it's exactly you're nailing it. All these movies are ones that I watched when I was a kid because I was the Disney kid. Mm-hmm. I watched all of these movies yeah, as yeah. a kid. And just like I watched them very stream of consciousness. I forgot about them. Then Disney Plus came back on. I like watched maybe five minutes of each one of these and other ones that I don't remember and just went, no, I could not for the life of me actually rewatch this. Really? <laughs> yeah, no. That's surprising. I tapped out each time. <laughs> that's fair. This will be a fun segment then. Oh my gosh, that's crazy and weird. Yeah, I'm going to put that on the list. <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> Decom segment. I know Gracie wants to be on for that for one of those episodes. So that might oh, be fun. That's we well, you, you started it with such high ones like a, a goofy movie franchise and high school musical and mm-hmm. then you just nailed it with just absolutely awful. Things. <laughs> I, I like completely switched for you. Could you imagine like living in an actual musical? There's a bunch of like TV shows that do that. And then the one character is like, I fucking hate this. That would be me. I feel like I would just not succeed in that world at all because I have no musical abilities. That's fair. I was in choir for like six years. I have so to, I could sing, but it, no, do. it would just be me like, like walking down the street and then just singing of a di- completely different song and just do it sing whatever it is i'm doing it's just like walking down the street there's a bug there's <laughs> that's a all bug. i got Rusty's <laughs> like, next to me <laughs> that's all i got that's all i can do music you can keep beat i'll give you that 
It was two lyrics. <laughs> it was two lyrics. <laughs> two lines. Oh. Um, well, I have been uh, reading yeah. something that I actually would like to talk about instead of this insane <laughs> bit. Um, I've been reading the comic Mouse, mm-hmm. um, which is a banned book. Um, maybe only in certain states. I don't think it's banned um, nationwide. It's banned in schools. Yeah. Um, but it is uh, by Art Spiegelman, is the creator of mm-hmm. the comic. And it's it's about the it's about World War Two and the Holocaust and the Jewish experience uh, during that. And it's it's told through uh, the Jews are portrayed as mice and the Germans are portrayed as cats. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it's really, really good. Yeah, it's insanely uh, it's insanely great, insanely real graphic. It is graphic. Uh, We had talked about it earlier and you had said like. Well, it's they had done it like this, so it's a bit more digestible for children. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely not the case. I haven't read it, but and since you are, I'm gonna give you that win. Yeah, <laughs> because well, I mean, that was what I had said even before I read it. But it, I, I, I was right. It is Art Spiegelman is a comic. He, he, um, a comic artist. Like that's what he did. And then it's, um, in the story, it actually plays out a bit like The Princess Bride, mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, art is hearing these stories from his father and then you know and then we see it as he's telling the story and and it's interesting because there's also like a storyline out of that in like the present day between him and his father and his stepmother Mm -hmm. um and it's it's a very interesting book the the things that his father talks about though i'm just it's so i i i knew these things happened Mm -hmm. but to see or to read about the day-to-day, the awful experiences, the quick decline. Because his father and his mother, um, they were rich, mm-hmm. like, before it happened. And then suddenly it just it just went down and down and down until they were, like, they hadn't eaten bread in weeks or something like that. And it was just an insane, insane story. I've read – there are two volumes of it. I've read volume one, which is um, – volume one is them – fleeing from the the nazis and trying to hide and uh escape auschwitz um, mm-hmm. auschwitz auschwitz and um and then volume two is about auschwitz auschwitz um did you ever read Anne frank i know we had different schooling no i did not um yeah uh this is kind of rather serious conversation yeah it um is. but uh we had to read that in like eighth grade mm-hmm. um and it it hit and we were like boy in the striped pajamas which is also mm-hmm. a very it's it's a fake story about it you ever watch um jojo rabbit no but you oh, mentioned it yeah you should watch that yeah it's on my list great movie um it's it's fucked up like to yeah. all degrees um but, yeah i i but an insanely good comic it, like, it, well it's the insanely good thing to like I don't want to say read about. No, it like, is. It, like, it's, it is. It's very important to read about mm-hmm. these things. And especially with the fact that it's being banned in schools mm-hmm. is like it, it baffles my mind. And not to not to get into that too much because there are so many people with different opinions on it. But like this is just an insanely important story mm-hmm. to view the the I feel the day to day Jewish experience that happened during that time and the awfulness of it and just it's so interesting too 
Like it, it, I don't know if that's morbid or fucked up to say, but my God, it's so interesting. No, no, I think it's absolutely fair to say it's, there's a reason that there's still movies and books written about this. Mm -hmm. Like there's a reason that it's continually talked about. It's because it's a story that needs to be talked about Mm -hmm. and a story that is interesting to learn from so that it doesn't happen again. Cause if you don't, history will always repeat itself if you don't learn from it. Yeah. And so that's why that's probably and but and what what's the one book that you're always like this is this is banned but it's not yeah and I, and it feels like in terms of because I'm I'm a big fan of like no knowledge should be banned no mm-hmm. book should be banned you can everybody has the right to read whatever they want and to form their own perspectives but for some reason the book by Hitler Mein Kampf is not banned um and so i'm like if you are reading the book mein kampf for whatever reason you should also i feel be reading this book as mm-hmm. the antithesis of it it's like if you i, don't, I haven't read mein kampf i'll be i'll say that mm-hmm. but like if you read it i'm sure you're going you're reading it and you're seeing what hitler's perspective of it is and why he would think that any of this was okay to do or not okay whatever it is i don't know i haven't read it i don't really want to mm-hmm. But if you are reading it, vice versa, you should read this and read the consequences of what of all the shit that he did. Mm-hmm. And it's um yeah, really good story. I really do recommend it if you can get your hands on it. I bought it, I tried to buy it on Amazon and I never got it. Mm-hmm, um and I only got it because I went to a comic book shop where they were like, I buy banned books, uh, like as soon as they're banned. And I was like, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um I know that like Hitler only had like twenty five percent support. Whenever he went up to be like an official in Germany, um, mm. like a politician, and they probably it was just, just so divided, and they that probably he just won. sent the other seventy five percent to the Auschwitz. Well, I don't know. I don't think seventy five percent was Jewish, but <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I know, but like, and I know, like, there's a lot to say about that because that's like a, a defense for like um like the electoral college because like oh well if you get at least half because of like what happened then because he only like twenty twenty two percent yet one enough to rule germany and cause all of this yeah so it's kind of that thing of like you gotta you need to read this and understand that so you make sure someone as literally fucking insane as hitler <clears throat> doesn't uh get into that type of power again yeah um because they do real damage mm-hmm. and it's also an interesting thing like in the book um there are there are nazi jews mm-hmm. that uh that take the side and reading it like the i mean the jewish people don't speak kindly of them they're like these traitors and stuff but at the same time i was also going like i mean if you're trying not to die it kind of makes sense uh, to so it's like it's such a such an interesting book um and through that you also get this sort of storyline like in the modern day hearing about or reading um the father in the present day I don't know if I like the father. Really? Uh, he's kind of an ass. <laughs> like he, he, uh, his son comes over to hear about these stories and, and like have dinner and stuff. And then he like, the dad sees the coat that his son wears and he doesn't like it. So he just takes it and he throws it out for the trash to pick up without telling his son and, and like all that, that stuff. And it's just, it's so interesting. And I'm sure there's going to be some sort of payoff for that mm-hmm. in volume two for like, why he kind of is like these things that seems to be like what they're gonna do i don't know yet but um it's just interesting whenever you add those different layers to it of like 
man, this awful thing happened to him. But in the present day, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it's it's a really good story. I highly recommend. That's fair. I, I might borrow it from you. Go for gone. it. Yeah. Um, Dueling Comics, but I, I've always wanted to read that one. Yeah. And it's a good one. It's really good. I feel like it really hit for me too yeah. as the political one in this friendship. I thought you were going to say as the Jewish one. <laughs> no, I'm not Jewish. Ugh. Sorry. Uh, anyways, um, I watched a rom-com this week. <laughs> Great. Uh, what do you got? It's called The Wedding Date. Okay. Um, And it's from 2005. Okay. Alyssa was like, can we watch this one? And I was like, it's your pick. But like, I don't really want to see that one. Mm-hmm. And she was like, all right. And then she's like, can we actually? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I don't, I'm not going to spoil it because I'm going to recommend it to you at some point. Oh, no. The twist, though. Okay. Stellar. <laughs> like, I, I was flabbergasted she was an alien no um she hires one of these days <laughs> i'm hi- going to i'm going to throw out a bit like that and you're gonna be like um actually <laughs> actually yeah no no she hires a male escort to be her date to a wedding oh i feel like i've heard of this maybe yeah um and Do they fall in love i mean it's a rom-com so you take your guess cliche <laughs> it's cliche as hell it's pretty woman but updated okay um and it, it's really cute i don't want to spoil it so i'm not gonna chat about it too too much but uh it's very cute i ended up enjoying it a lot more than i thought i would mm-hmm. um amy adams is in it oh. um it's set in britain so they all have english accents i don't like amy adams <sighs> she, she's something in this uh, <laughs> i don't like her I like she's very young oh uh, yeah no she was also in um smallville yeah yeah. she had a she was she was the fat girl yeah it was the fat episode fat phobic <laughs> episode as hell uh, they were like oh she's fat she was like not even big no. <laughs> like it was it was like okay guys 2004 really also, hitting hard here it was also very clearly prosthetic yeah too. like it was bad <laughs> it just didn't um, even look like she just looked like somebody who had fat makeup on mm-hmm, like it was it was bad yeah. um it was cw 2004 rough it's 2001 yeah like it was early early um she's also on arrival i haven't seen that i fucking hate arrival really a lot of people love it i think yeah. you own people liked it oh i know and it's done by the um, um fucking what's his name the guy who does dune oh i don't know his name um but like it's you know he's amazing uh director and it like special effects is amazing but there's one like story thing in it that I'm just like that makes no sense and is bullshit and I hate that movie That's right. it's so dumb I want to watch it just so I can find out what this is you're gonna watch it and and this isn't a surprising thing because I am in the minority on this one but you're gonna love it and then I'm gonna be like but this makes no sense like why would this relate to that mm-hmm. and, and you're gonna be like I I think you're gonna be like I don't know, but you have to buy into it. <laughs> that's, that's probably true. It sets up the rule. I'm like, no, that's a bullshit one. <laughs> I know it's like more communication and politics, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, it's I, I don't even want to get into it because it, this seems like something you're like, I want to spoil it because I'm like, it's bullshit. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But you seem interested. So I'm I'm not going to say yeah. it. But yeah, I'll watch no, it I, I hate back. Arrival. And it's <laughs> that and her Lois Lane is why I'm like, Lo, uh, Amy Adams is not a uh, actor I like. That's fair. <laughs> Nothing really against her. It's more just like as an actor. I'm like, no. I like her in Ellen, not Ellen Enchanted, just Enchanted. She's fine. Sure. I think she's fine in that. I mean, I haven't watched that since I was a kid. So That's fair. It's fun. Yeah. I like her. She's fun. Well, uh, you have a, a lot of news. of news. You have so much more news than me. Yeah, didn't even mean to. 
Um, I just, I didn't work this week, so yeah, <laughs> I had a lot more free time. Uh, I'm just going to start from the top. Go for it. Spy Kids 5 Armageddon to release later this year. That's not too surprising. No. Especially um, with that um, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, um, mm-hmm. can, re, or not reboot, just sequel that came out recently. What is that one called? Uh, I think it was... We be heroes. Yeah, we will be heroes. We it was be bad. heroes. We be villains. It was bad. Oh yeah. Um, we well, will the be first heroes. One's was bad. bad. The first one's fantastic. First one is iconic for meme related reasons, but it is still a bad film. Has one of the songs of the century on it though. No. Uh, <laughs> There's so many. You watched a movie today that had imme- immensely better songs than that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I saw all the time in the world with Rowan Blanchard. It was fun. What is that? That's the fourth one. It came out like fourth one in what? Spy Kids. Oh, Spy Kids. Yeah. Oh, is that what that's called? Mm-hmm. Is that the one that was in forty? No. I think I watched one, and I think it was the fourth one where I went to the theater with my dad, and they had Smell a Vision. Oh my god! Which is it's and it's so weird in the movie too. Basically, it's an old Smell a Vision thing that I think they did in the eighties, and for some reason they did it with this movie. But they give you a card with numbers on it. Mm -hmm. And then during the movie, whenever something happens, there will be a very obvious number that pops Mm -hmm. up. And then you scratch the square, smell it, and then it it tells you what it is. And it's so weird and it sucks. That sounds very (laughs) stupid. And it takes you out of the movie a lot. I bet it fucking does. (laughs) Uh, But no, I think it was the fourth one. It might have been. I don't recall Because it was when they were grown up. I don't even think it went to theaters. No, it did because I watched it in theaters. <laughs> I say I because they are I definitely up. didn't put in a DVD and then like smell. No, it was in a theater. <laughs> That's fair. It was um, a weird experience. I mean, is it the one where Junie's like an all star? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then, then yeah, same one. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. That's I remember that's that. Bad. Movie. I feel like that was the movie that had the oh shit, Taki mushrooms. Maybe. I feel like I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. It was fine. I want to say there's something um, about a. Like a watchmaker in it? Yeah. 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 He can like stop time. It's the whole yeah. thing. He's trying to like go back in time. Mm-hmm. It was fun. When I was younger, I really enjoyed it. Haven't seen it since. What a weird franchise. Weird franchise. I'm curious what Armageddon's going to be about. Yeah. Um, Good Omen season two drops July 28th. Um, that will probably be subject to change, don't you think? No, it was finished filming before the writer's strike. You just said it was on break last... Uh, it's on break for season three. It was oh, renewed for two more seasons. Well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, season three might be rough. But <laughs> season no, two, if it's I think, will be stellar. If it's on pause for season three, and we haven't even gotten season two, that's plenty of time. That's true. So uh, that gives it a lot better hope. Um, good. I'm really excited for yeah. Good Omens too. <laughs> this is one thing where we both watched it, and we're like, oh, you like this one? Mm-hmm. Um, very fun. I need to finish the book. I was like halfway through the mm-hmm. book, and high school and it was good it was very fun i'm gonna have to rewatch. um do i have it over here it should be over here um maybe i can't read the books on the very end well that would be where it is yeah no i see it yeah Ah, it's there yeah um yeah i'm excited i'm probably gonna have to rewatch the first season um i love that they told david Tennant whenever spoilers whenever the car exploded he was like just imagine it's the tardis that's how he like (laughs) and that you can see it yeah um that makes a lot of sense I'm very interested in what the story is because um, the first season is based just off the book, mm-hmm. and it in season two 
isn't going to be i mean it's going to be neil gaiman that writes it so it should be fine mm-hmm. but it's also a completely new story so i'm very interested in what that is i just want to see them get together yeah and also <laughs> i'm curious how different it will be too because um the book is co is neil gaiman and terry pratchett mm-hmm. terry pratchett sadly has uh, passed away um i think quite a while now um so i'm curious what a season two that's solely neil gaiman would be mm-hmm. about hmm. interesting I would imagine still comedic, though. Oh, for sure. But he does more serious stuff on his own. I don't know. But you gotta keep the tone, though. Yeah, that's fair. Um, David Tennant, then it'll be great. Mm. Um, Hulu and Disney Plus will be combining into one app. Yeah, this one's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so apparently Disney Plus lost 4 million subscribers in the last quarter. I wonder why. Because they don't release a lot of new stuff sure um and also i think a lot of the stuff that's on there people own on dvd yeah because once it was on disney plus they started like taking all the movies out of the vault Mm -hmm. so now like anyone can buy like lion king yeah um because like i own all three and i got them within less like four years okay um so i think that's probably the issue um and also i just i don't think people i feel like people only get it when like they something they want to watch is on there Mm -hmm. um but also they're buying crunchyroll what yeah they're trying to get crunchyroll so that they can have anime on disney plus on one app no 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 no. i didn't know they were doing that yeah wait what don't fuck with my anime <laughs> they they're gonna let it produce on its own but they just want the revenue from it okay as and that's what i've heard so far at don't least. fuck with my crunchyroll app yeah i know but uh, but it'll all be on one app no don't fuck with that <laughs> i mean i know hulu will still be like a separate app but i know you can access hulu through disney plus so i don't know if Crunchyroll will be the same thing but i'm guessing i don't want that it'll be interesting that i don't know they also said they're gonna raise their prices um and that uh they will be uh taking some stuff off of both platforms okay so there's there's a lot to process with this news yeah so you i had seen that note and you had said with anime i thought that was just because hulu has anime on it Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, that stuff will go over. And I was like, cool. Um, I don't like the idea that they're merging Crunchyroll into this as well. The like number one anime subscription service. The only one they bought out Funimation. That is true. <laughs> they went, I, no. That's 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 true. But I just have like, oh, don't fuck with my anime. I don't like that. That's fair. As for the other stuff, I think one raising the prices is not going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe they're it's a business thing they're losing subscribers so that means that they're wanting more money for the ones that they have which is probably just gonna drive more people out mm-hmm. <laughs> um but we that, saw what netflix did sure whatever it's that's their own uh that's their own problem but i do like the idea of them taking off some things because there's a lot of shit on disney plus that you don't need or no or like no one's going to watch mm-hmm. there's a lot of like weird 1960s 70s disney stuff that they made that no one has watched in decades i mean that's fair what my issue is is bob Iger was like uh we're raising our prices because the quality of the stuff we have is worth more and we think the people that really want it will pay it essentially that's not but in it. the same breath as like that's absolute, but we're also taking shit off. Yeah, that's absolutely not it. They're doing that because they've lost a bunch of subscribers, mm-hmm. so they're trying to make up some of that money. And they are the cheapest ad-free uh, subscription right now. They're only ten ninety nine. 
Yeah, that's fair. So that's probably like why they're like, oh, we figure it's mm-hmm. a little bit, it'll be fine. Also, them taking off stuff doesn't really like concern me, especially if we're merging with Hulu. So it means like, oh, we're taking stuff off, but we're also adding stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like you could watch Brooklyn Nine Nine on there. Like that's a great show. Um, I will be honest, I stopped watching a bunch of stuff on Hulu. Um, I really only watch it for anime, and then once I got uh, Crunchyroll, I just deleted hulu that's fair because <laughs> i just didn't watch anything on there so this is a weird i don't like it i one of my favorite movies of all time is on hulu and it's only on hulu because the hulu original if they take it off is it i will riot let me guess it's with adam not sandler um what what is it called i i i, I don't know it's crush with rowan blanchard oh uh, no it's not that's not <laughs> what i was thinking what is that movie um it's with it's with the guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Oh, Palm Springs. Yeah, that's the movie. I've heard phenomenal thing. It's Groundhog Day, but with a couple. Oh, is it? Um, I haven't watched the movie, but from all accounts of what I've seen, it seems like a movie that you would love. Oh, I would love. It's been on my list forever. I just haven't gotten around to it. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I feel like this is gonna hurt them more than help. I don't know. If it Disney's pretty big. I feel like it take a lot to really hurt them. I know that they know subscription services here's, is the jackpot right now. Here's what I'll though. say: the anime community is not as big, but it's a big community to fuck with. Yeah, it is. And if you're fucking with Crunchyroll, you're fucking with the anime community. If you ruin Crunchyroll, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, and I think that's kind of like the delicacy. I know they're still like figuring out what they're gonna do with Crunchyroll, but I know that they want to do something with it. I don't like it. We'll see. I don't like this. I know you're the one who watches anime, so it affects you a lot more. I don't like this at all. I know. We'll figure it out. This is why I buy DVDs. That's fair. That's also why I buy DVDs. I also just love people, like pulling it off the like, shelf. Yeah. It's the small rituals. Mm-hmm. But like people have made fun of me for it. It's just like, why do you buy DVDs? Like it's such a waste mm-hmm. of space and time. And it's like, no, no, no. Here's the thing. I will always be able to watch that, no matter what bullshit deals mm-hmm. are made. I will always be able to watch Daredevil season one and season two. I haven't bought season three yet, but I really need to because some bullshit will happen in the probably distant future because it's Marvel mm-hmm. and I won't be able to watch it. Or I will always be able to watch some of my anime shows because I bought the collections of them. And now this, ah, I'm real mad about the anime. <laughs> I know. I'm real mad about the anime. That's fair. I buy all my favorite TV shows. I get all my favorite movies. This this might be the thing that completely switches me to manga. <laughs> this is going to be like the straw that breaks the camel's back for you. It may be. Maybe I just won't do animes anymore, which would kill me. I'd hate that. You would, Yeah, that would make you a different person. But I will read just manga. Like switching completely mm. over to a comic is not something. It's not too far out of the ballpark <laughs> for you. No. <laughs> It's different. It's a different base, but it isn't. Yeah. It, it takes still a lot more thing. energy out of me. So fuck you, Disney. Mm-hmm. But I will do that. <laughs> That's fair. Well, we'll see. We don't know what's going to happen yet. Oh, I don't like this. It's fair. Um, Freaky Friday 2 is happening. Sure. And Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis are both returning. You know what? Big, big success for Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> it's a stellar movie. That's a decon. That's great. Uh, sure. I'm not talking about that. I just mean like great success for bringing her back. <laughs> yeah, honestly. That's a great thing. You can be like Jamie Lee Curtis is doing this weird 
like body switching movie <laughs> sure. with, with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> That's that sounds like an improv thing, but it's it absolutely does. real. Um, no, I'm I'm totally fine with that. That's a very that's a fun movie. Yeah. I don't know how good it'll be. It's um, very it's aged a lot. Yeah. Well, not even that. Lindsay Lohan is just not the same person she was when she did that. No, but who cares? I'm very surprised that they're not doing um, Lindsay Lohan and her daughter. They probably are. But why bring in Jamie Lee Curtis? Because it's Jamie Lee Curtis. I understand that, but that's a lot more money. That's fair. She's worth it. She's in Knives (laughs) Out and she's in Everything Everywhere All at Once. If you're bringing in Jamie Lee Curtis, that's a lot of your profit margins. Yeah, (laughs) but still... So I'm very I'm very surprised that they wouldn't just go. Um, we've brought back Lindsay Lohan and we're getting. Um, um, I'm trying to think of a current actor that I can't think of anybody to play uh, her daughter. Uh, the blonde girl. <gasps> it's, it's a son. <laughs> it, that's that's the new thing. That's it's interesting. a son. And then that no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is me making fun of Hollywood, but I could absolutely see them t- making this movie where it's like she switches bodies with her son. And then it's it it gets to a lot of weird like body switching things of that, and it's an uncomfortable movie. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be good. No, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be good. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things that's like kind of nostalgia keeps it great, in my um, opinion. I maybe I really do like that one. It's hard because that is like one of the few movies where nostalgia really does play in, mm-hmm. into my likeness of it. I I really do like that movie. I like it and I think it's a good movie. I think it was really great for its time especially. Mm-hmm. But I I just I don't think a sequel is going to do what we want. It's got you haven't watched this show, but it's got um oh, I'm, oh no, I feel bad for not remembering his name. It's got a uh, Mo Maz from White Collar. Uh mm. he is the um uh, jamie lee curtis's patient that like neurotic one that's just like scared that she's gonna drop him <laughs> uh, and stuff like that and he's a really great actor he passed away um recently but he's he's really good in that show i like him a lot okay you should and watch, watch that color. show yeah it's a fun it show. has my guy from chuck uh yes it does it has matt bomer yes thank you Can very attractive dude very attractive guy not my type but very attractive but it's just still like even if it's not your type, like, I feel like you look at him and you're just like, how, how can anyone be that attractive? <laughs> <laughs> Brad's having his gay moment, guys. No, no, this is, this is an appreciation. That's thing. fair. That's fair. I can respect that. I can respect and it's that. a jealousy thing. <laughs> it's a jealousy. <laughs> I look at him and I go like, fuck I you. want that. Yeah. Fuck you. That's I'm going to stare at your photo for a few hours. <laughs> just go stare at it angrily. Or watch six seasons of a show you're in. <laughs> I'll say, have you finished it? Oh yeah, I, okay. dude, I own it all. I say, I thought you did. You can borrow it if you want. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the premise of it? I, he's a lawyer or no, something. No, what uh, is that? It? Suits. I think you're thinking. Okay. Of. No, uh, he is a con artist that is, um, that the that becomes a what are they called? Um, there's informant. an informant. Yes, kind of an informant for the FBI, uh, and he has a handler, which is the FBI agent that caught him mm-hmm. and he is constantly running uh cons behind the fbi agents back for his own personal means so, okay that just reminded me of a movie that i want to recommend you so that's uh funny. it's actually very much like catch me if you can yep, that's the one have you seen it yeah i have okay say so that's um it's i honestly that movie might be the inspiration for it, it has to be because that's sure. literally like i mean he ends up actually becoming like 
a, a FBI consultant and yes. turns his life around. But like that sounds exactly like the ending of that movie. It is exactly like that. It's like that movie, but if it just kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I would recommend that show. It's it's good fun. That's fair. I love love Catch Me If You Can. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite Leo movie. Yeah, that's fair. It's a great one. So check it out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um. This is I two. love that movie. We'll check out the show. <laughs> it's different. It's different. Two hours versus six seasons. That's that's a. Oh no! I really like all the cons that they do. They're very interesting yeah. and fun. I feel like we about Dexter though, and you don't. The murders? No, just no. Just like it's great. I, I like think you the should murders. watch it. They're very fun. No, it's just, it's interesting the way they like go about it. Okay. Um. So this one's a double whammy. Backstex might be a trilogy. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be one movie, and it was supposed to be the last one, and then it was two. And now they're like, "Hey, we." After they saw it, the producers were like, "Hey, we might make it three. So this is a. Every time you bring up, I feel like we haven't even known each other that long. It's been like what a year and a half. No, we've been doing this a year and a half. Yeah, that's. It's about been two years. Okay, well, we've known each other for two years, and but it feels like every time you hear that they're making more of these movies you just you like a piece of your you dies a little bit because they're gonna ruin it <laughs> dude they've already done that. eight was only good it's this is not gonna be great because i haven't seen nine because i know i won't like it but like a piece of you dies a bit and part of me just goes like it's the fool me once shame on you fool me twice <laughs> shame, shame on me. me fool me five times i should have left a long time ago <laughs> yes it's just I don't I don't think it's gonna be. You're gonna have to watch nine before you watch. 10. I know, I know. I'm and watching it's it. next week. And say, I'm watching it this week because I'm going with my cousin next Sunday. Okay. You also have to watch Peaky Blinders. I know that's tomorrow. Yeah. I'm gonna start it. Um, season six, Rick and Morty dropped as well. Um, on HBO. I don't know if I'll watch that. I did kind of drop out of Rick and Morty. Oh, it's so good. I yeah, I'm sure it is. Honestly, it's, it's great. They're they're doing a new like main plot. It's very fun. They got too meta for my liking. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. You know that like that takes me out of it a bit. Well, it's supposed to, but it's also supposed to be like comical. Eh, no, it took me out it's of it. It's a lot at once. It, it took too much out of me. I was just like, mm, no, I feel uncomfy. That's fair. <laughs> the Rock will return in Fast X as Hobbs. So this man. So what happened? I have a question. What happened to the Moana movie? Because that was his pivot movie, and uh, now I feel like that got canned, and he and it hasn't been revealed yet. And so this is his pivot pivot move, which is to go back to the franchise with a bunch of people he hates. <laughs> he hates Vin Diesel. He hates Vin Diesel. He also I also didn't know this. Have you seen that? You've seen that like clip of him going like it's the biggest piece of dog shit I've ever mm-hmm. seen. That is from that is him talking about um, R- Roman Tyrese Gibson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyrese Gibson's rap album. And it's I, the rock is not a person that really like genuinely is honest about the things that like he's always charismatic and he usually mm-hmm. has some and like in that video because Tyrese Gibson uh like I think made fun of him or insulted him for Hobbs and Shaw or leaving the franchise or something like that and he took that very personally so the rock was like I'm gonna review his rap album and he on so honestly just is like it's the biggest piece of dog shit I've ever seen and it goes to the other people he's like it, You've heard it. It's a piece of shit, right? Like, it's so honest and so brutal. And now he's going back to it. I just... Him and Vin Diesel literally had beef. Like, like Vin Diesel made a whole post, and he was like, this is fucking unprofessional. What the fuck? Fuck you. And then he's like, actually, I'll make a cameo. You know what this also feels like, though? 
what feels like the rock and um and uh 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 Arnold, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, because mm-hmm. they used to have beef back in the day. So do you think it's like a publicity thing? I don't think it is. It feels very personal. <laughs> it feels very personal. He brought up, Vin Diesel brought up Brian or fucking Paul Walker's death. Yeah. Like, that's not It feels cool, very man. personal. <laughs> like, I, and like, here's the thing. I, also, I like Hobbs. I, I like Hobbs and I, Shaw. It was bad. I like Hobbs and Shaw, though. I wonder if that line in the fifth movie or sixth movie where it's like, uh, better hide your baby oil, better hide that big ass forehead. Uh-huh. I wonder if that was even like supposed to be a comedic thing from The Rock. No, I guarantee you it was the whole moment was improv. No, it was improv. <laughs> but I'm wondering if The Rock said it because he was like, hey, go fuck yourself. Probably. <laughs> because also, if you think about it, The Rock you have the same size forehead. Yeah, <laughs> you're both bald men. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, Tyree Skipson does have a little bit of a bigger forehead, but it's the, it doesn't matter. It's the principle. It's, um, it just feels like taking shots just to take shots because you don't like the guy. I don't know. I know it's like an after credit scene, so I don't even think he's really committed to it. I don't know. This is going to be something. We'll get there. Oh, my God. Uh, I think I'm more excited. Did you see that video I sent you? Which one? With it's the Vin Diesel with the Justin, um, the director. No, he looks like he's being held hostage he to is. say this. I swear to God, he is. <laughs> like, that thing where he's Vin Diesel literally just goes like, "Do you think it's gonna be the the best one?" It's literally like, "If you do not say yes, I will shoot you right now." <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. It, he looks uncomfortable as he's hell. So uncomfortable. I mean, like I don't I even think, know if he's directing it. I don't, I don't know, but that's that's a rough. Oh my god. That's gosh. a rough moment. There's so much going on with this movie, and I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be something. It's next week. <laughs> yeah. We're reviewing it this week next week. So I can't wait. Out. Um okay. Anyways, <laughs> next. Um what horseshit. What complete horseshit <laughs> this whole franchise has become. It sucks. <laughs> it it sucks. This has just become Vin Diesel's like dick contest. Like, I'm so upset. Because I liked Vin Diesel. The Pacifier, stellar. The first few of these movies, stellar. It's just Groot. Like, come on. The man had it. And he's like, no, this has to be mine. I feel like there's going to, for whatever fight scene that happens, because I feel like The Rock and uh, Vin Diesel are going to fight again on screen in this movie. Yeah, sure. I think it's going to happen. And I think there's before that movie comes out we're gonna get a piece of news that goes like one of them found dead <laughs> and, it's by the, and the other one killed them <laughs> like i feel like that's gonna happen. too much of a trail too obvious I, the beef enough. is too public but they also don't feel smart enough to cover their tracks. no they don't they don't we'll get there i fucking guess calling it uh, i don't think this is a cool thing to make fun of but i'm calling <laughs> one of them is going to kill the other that's we'll see oh my god It'll be something. I feel like they'll buy into their characters too much and think they're actually bulletproof. No, <laughs> they're not. No, they <laughs> no, they aren't. Watch uh, Mythbusters. They've been like, "Will muscle stop a bullet?" No, you uh, won't. It's fair. Oh God, Winchester's TV show canceled after one season. Sure, who cares? Yeah, it's an, it's an alternate reality. Yeah, thing. that's Dean, why it Dean, wasn't good. Yeah, I didn't hear great things. Dean shows up in it. Yeah, I. It's too much. It makes no sense. Moving um, on. <laughs> Willem Dafoe joins Beetlejuice 2. Sure. I don't. Yeah, it's your guy. It is. Have you I... seen the first one? No. Oh, it's spooky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Tim Burton. It's spooky. I assume. Um, um, I'm excited. 
Sure. I'm I'm excited to just watch more Willem Dafoe things. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been watching a few more things for contender uh recommendation mm-hmm. stuff. Uh and Willem Dafoe is still on my list. Fair enough, fair enough. Um so I'm excited to add this to it. Um Doctor Who's 60th anniversary special will be three parts. Yes. Do we know what they're doing for it? No. Um do we think it will be a multiple doctors thing? In every part in the trailer, David Tennant was in it. Oh, wait. Yeah, we kind of know what we're doing with it because the 60th is when David Tennant is yeah, the 14th Yeah, it goes from Jody to David, then to... I, I feel bad. I don't I never, know his name. It's your guy. Then the guy from Sex Education that I don't want to butcher. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to jump that hurdle. Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah. I, don't, I know that the... So we know it's David Tennant. Yeah, I know that the girl from Heartstopper is in the special, though. Okay. And then so was Donna. Okay. Um, so we'll see where oh, that goes. That's right. Donna's mm-hmm. back. That's why I got to catch up. It'll I, be a while. I still there. don't know if I like the idea of fucking with her story. Apparently the whole thing is it was unfinished and they're it's, deciding that they want to finish it. I don't know. It's not a satisfying ending for that character, but at the same time, it's like, she's one of the few characters that actually it's a tragic story, but she kind of, gets a happier ending than a lot of these characters but i think the thing is is he didn't because he would have figured a way to save her if he could but he didn't have time that's there's something great about that that's fair it was these characters he had the best these characters can fail yeah and and you just live with it and that can make that character better and the fact that like she didn't die and she i mean it is a there's consequences to it. I think it's good, and I almost I, I am like maybe you should leave it alone. I don't know. I'm excited, but may I don't know. They could do something where I'm like perfect, amazing, yeah. Or she's gonna die, and I'm gonna cry. If she dies, I will quit. That's what that's what I'm afraid <laughs> of too. Is like they bring her back, and then they just try to do something more tragic and mm-hmm. kill her. When it's like no, no, no. The thing you did was, was tragic and enough. good. <laughs> like <laughs> that was definitely sad enough. Yeah, it's like um, that. That's my worry. No, that's fair. Oh, um, yeah, that's I wish all I, got. I still liked Doctor Who. I also wish I still liked it. <laughs> Apparently, Jodie Whittaker seasons were weird and not the good way. I'm sure. Well, I don't know, but I like I'm sure it's fine and it's has its has its good bits in it. But it really is like, I don't know. if I guess it's just the writing. It just it didn't keep my interest enough. I think uh, Stephen Moffat left yeah he did and, and, it that, was and then Chris he came back chibble yeah he came back at the end and apparently that's her best season mm. so like i don't know i um, do know the original dude is coming back yeah um russell t davis yes he's coming back for i want to say maybe the 60th i think he's coming back for 60th and then on yeah 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 that maybe that's when we jump Losing back in both of them i think hurt the show a lot maybe which that sucks yeah but maybe that's when we jump back in yeah i'm i'm in Doctor- I, I gotta see season mm-hmm. i gotta see the 13th though doctor who is like one of those shows where it's like you can leave it it's kind of like comics you can leave it for a bit and then just come back whenever you think mm-hmm. it'll be good so maybe this is it i don't know but i gotta see what happens to 12 and 13 <sighs> i don't know i saw she is 13 mm-hmm. you didn't see what happened to peter capaldi no oh i saw what happened to peter capaldi I know there's a whole, I know I kind of got spoiled, sadly, mm. um, that like he gets beaten like four different times and then it's like, so we don't sure. know exactly what killed him. I'm trying to remember. But I know it's happened. like the doctor falls or whatever. Yeah. See, the problem is that's, that was the thing. It was like the Peter Capaldi, there was good stuff in it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it was just so forgetful. Mm-hmm. That the by time, the time prison though. 
Yeah, that's what stellar. I mean. Of like the good stuff. But like by the time that Jody came in, even though I had no problems with, you know, them casting a woman or anything like that. And I thought, you know, like, hey, she seems good and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I just kind of had checked out at that point. Yeah. I checked out whenever 12 started back when I was I, I, I started uh, checking out around then, but I like pushed through. Yeah. And I know I watched all of his shit, but for the life of me, I don't remember how he dies. Mm. I only have the season he dies. And I think that's why I quit. I was like, I'm not ready <laughs> to jump into that. Fair enough. So, yeah, I just looked it up because I uh, I was like, I don't think Justin Lin is directing this one. Um, so that video came out and. I know he was supposed to be directing Fast X, mm-hmm. um, but I guess something happened. Probably the fact that he was held hostage in a very weird video. Mm-hmm. Um, the new director is Louis Letier, who has directed uh, The Incredible Hulk. Um, now You See Me and Now You See Me Too. So Ed, the one with Edward Norton? Uh, yes. Okay. And uh, Clash of the Titans, among other things. Okay, I've heard Clash is good. I haven't really it's, heard anything about it's it. It's a very uh, gladiator-esque movie. Yeah. Um, I love Now You See Me 1 and 2. A lot of people do not. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie's going to be real interesting. It's going to be something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say that much. But they also sound... But that's not a good thing. He sounds like, uh, like a Brett Ratner type. Like, they just brought him in to, like, fill the role. Because they knew he'd do the job. Yeah. I don't know. I think Now You See Me has some good shit in it. Sure, but also at the same time, I feel like the Vin Diesel is really the one directing this. Yeah, but he can't. No, he can't. So, yeah, this is gonna be a weird bad movie. I'm gonna be so upset. I still kill Brian. I still gonna be. I don't think they'll kill him. I think they're gonna go back in time in a DeLorean. I will be. (laughs) I cannot tell you the word. I will not be able to put into words. We should watch this movie together. I'm going with my cousin. Oh, okay. Next time. Okay. Um, I she's I haven't hung out with her in a while, so I, I promised her we'd go see it together. Oh, I just can't wait to talk about it. Oh, it's gonna be something. It's gonna, it's, it's I, gonna be I a think, movie. I still think that they're going to time travel and go back and meet Brian, and that's why they use him. I don't think they're gonna like have him come it's back still present day. Wrong. He also isn't dead sure. in the movie. Yeah. World. Sure, but I think this is the way that they would think it's all right. No. I know. I'm going to be upset. I know. But I think this is the way that Vin Diesel thinks it would be okay. Probably. It's just going to be interesting because I'm going to shit on this more than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and probably. I love this franchise. I'm going to be like, you know what? Jason Momoa was cool. <laughs> You're going to be like, it was okay. And I'm going to be like, no, I have this issue and this issue and this issue. Watch should come uh, back and be like, actually, it was all right. <laughs> whenever you watch Nine, just text me um, your reaction to the Han reveal. Yeah, I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> I can't wait for Because you. if He's it's just gonna, Letty again, I'm going to be pissed. going to be so fucking pissed. Because <laughs> uh, they like, because Six was so cool because it really led into Three really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides the clothes. But because <laughs> the clothes are from like 2005. Some, I brought up. No, I didn't bring him. I watched the Caravan of Garbage forum, and they brought up an interesting point of by six, the car stuff that they're doing is so crazy and out of box and ridiculous, like car stunts. And then Han just goes to Tokyo and like the drifts. Yeah, and that's all the <laughs> car stuff he does. Yeah. And it's I guess in the, in the third movie, he's very chill in that movie. Yeah, it makes sense because if he's looking at all these drifting stuff, it's like this is nothing. <laughs> well, when you you see three, I just, I just saw uh, Vi- I just saw Dom 
jump across two interstates and catch a person yeah. and land onto a windshield. <laughs> but now we're just drifting. Um, well, and it's and at the end of three, you see that like Dom came because he was friends with Han. And then you kind of get to see what that ended up being after seven or six or one of them. This is the stupidest franchise. It's insane. I yeah. it's my guilty pleasure. And I if you can't it's so hard I think you to should, ruin I, a guilty I pleasure. I think you should lean into it more and just be like the more ridiculous and bullshit things they do in it, you should just love it more because it's your guilty pleasure. I think I'm gonna watch nine and be like, actually, man, I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> like, it's gonna be a turn. I'm gonna text you and be like, this is bullshit, but I'm I feel, excited. I feel like that's the thing you're gonna watch and then be like, you know what? I do like John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Not for Peacemaker or any of the actual good shit he's done. No, but for <laughs> fucking fast nine. There has been some some names dropped for the Superman legacy casting. Um, the lead runner for Clark Kent Superman, is, and then also the fan favorite that people have been talking about is David Cornsweet. Um, who? What a name! Right? I don't know if that's how <laughs> I how you pronounce it. Um, I don't know his stuff too much. Um, I looked it up earlier. I'm actually gonna see if I know anything. Yeah, you look it up. But he he definitely has the look of it. He's 30 years old, and I know that for this Superman, they're wanting to. I think they're wanting to set him as like 25. So that works. Um, and, but the other names that are brought up are Nicholas Holt and Rachel Brosnahan. Um, so Rachel Brosnahan, we can assume it would be playing Lois Lane. Mm -hmm. Though maybe she's not, maybe she's playing uh, Lana Lang. I don't know. But um, I've looked at her work. She's in The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Um, she's in another thing that's very good. Um, so that sounds great. And then Nicholas Holt, um, it, it's an unknown as to who Nicholas Holt would be playing. Some people are thinking Superman. I don't know if that would be the, the choice. Yeah. Other people have brought up Lex Luthor, um, which is not a bad idea. It's weird because it kind of follows the Jesse Eisenberg route. Yes, it does. Um, he, Yeah. And I don't know if I love that over, say, our fan favorite, Dave Bautista. Mm -hmm. um, but he wouldn't be bad as a Lex Luthor either. I don't. I agree. I like uh, Nicholas Holt. I'm not against mm -hmm. it. It's just weird, weird turn. Yeah. Well, he's apparently. I guess he's just a really good actor. I think. Yeah. Um, but as for the, yeah, he doesn't have the look for Superman. No, he doesn't. Um, and that's that's kind of the only thing. You've looked up the David Corrin split guy? Uh, yeah, I don't know him from anything. Um, I would love if they did Lana Lang. Um, I think that is such a fun thing that literally only um, Smallville has really touched on cinematically. Oh, no, uh, and Lois has done Lana It's Lang. done it? Okay. Yeah, she's in it. Uh, she plays a pretty big role in it. Well, that's fair. I haven't seen that, so I, uh -huh. I can't fully speak to that. But, like, in, in Smallville, she's huge. She's mm -hmm. in it. I want to say seven seasons maybe sure. maybe eight um like it they they ring that mm, a little too much but they <laughs> ring it to they until that rags dry um, I, I really would recommend the superman lois show um because it just i think right now that is the most accurate on-screen portrayal of superman that we've ever had mm -hmm. um and it's but at the same time it's not in the way that i think anybody wants per se uh like i think I hope Superman legacy will be that, which is the iconic, like 
kind of when he's starting out or maybe like a couple years into being Superman Mm -hmm. and it's the optimistic. I do know there was a quote by David Cornsent. Wait, I think I have it. Uh, Yes, I saw this. Uh, So this was in 2019. So Mm -hmm. like way before any of this happened. Uh, My pie in the sky ambition is definitely to play Superman. I would love to see somebody do an upbeat throwback uh, take on Superman. I love the Henry Cavill dark and gritty take, but I would love to see the next one be very bright and optimistic, which is, I think, what everyone wants from a Superman. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see that as well. I hope that is like the I, this becomes the iconic definitive version of Superman. But um, Superman and Lois basically does that. It just does it like... 20 years later Mm -hmm. so it's kind of after all of the things that you that you know and love about superman and it just it stays true to it and i really appreciate that and it's very fun and yeah that's my favorite depiction of lois lane i really like lois lane in that in that show that's fair so i yeah check out that show yeah um i will at some point um the only thing i know him from is pearl um I haven't seen it. It's a horror movie. Oh, it's a like prequel that's what it was. Yeah. to the to the um. I don't know what it was called. She did some other movie. She was like an axe murder. Um, okay, <laughs> but um. So like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm open. I'm. I mean, he. It's the thing of it's the fan favorite, and I know the fan favorite isn't always the right way to go mm-hmm. with it. But um, he's he really does have the look of like a young Superman. Yeah, he does, and that that is a big part of it. So I'm I'm just saying, I mean, if he's got the opting acting chops, go for it. Yeah, I would say for Nicholas Holt, he definitely has the acting chops. If, if he is a contender for Superman, that's definitely why he would be a contender. Um, he just doesn't really have the look for it. No, but you can work on that. The look. You can gain some muscle. It's not the muscle. You think it's the face? It's the face. That's fair. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have the face for Superman. He also was. Um, I believe he was the second. He was in one of the in the final talks to play uh, the Batman. Hmm. Uh, it was him and Robert Pattinson, and Robert Pattinson yeah. won out. Um, so that'd I, be I, kind of ironic. Yeah, I would hope for him to actually get one of those roles besides Beast. Yeah, well, uh, Beast the, was good. He is a good Beast. He was a great Beast. Mm-hmm. I liked him as Beast. He's he's a good actor. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so, um, but with that, it is recommendation week. Yeah. Uh, which movie would you, would you like to start with? Let's do Tick, Tick, Boom. Hell yeah. So this was my recommendation for you. Yes. Uh, tick, Tick, Boom. And I love this movie. A little <laughs> underwhelming. Oh. I like, and maybe this is like the pretentious theater nerd in me. Yeah. Um, I, and it probably a lot of it is because um, it was hyped up for so long. Everyone's like, you got to watch it. So good. Da, da, da. It, so it wasn't just me that hyped this no. up. No. Everyone I know that has seen it, which is a lot of people, have been like, "Seth, this is a great movie." Well, I'm that makes me feel better because honestly, yeah. I haven't talked to a lot of people about this movie. I'm the minority here. Okay. Um, it was fun. Um, Andrew Garfield gives probably one of the best performances of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the movie that made me go like, "Okay, I do like Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. as an actor." Um, I, I, I was also wondering because you are. You watch a lot more musicals than I do. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if it's because maybe you've just seen better musicals than this, or is it just a a, a personal taste thing? Um, I don't know because the guy, <laughs> literally the person this movie's based off of, mm-hmm. also wrote Rent, which yes. I love. 
Um, and like I, I've seen it Jonathan on Broadway. Larson. Thank you, Jonathan Larson. You literally um, watched a movie that's all about him. <laughs> I've watched a lot of shit this week. Um, uh, and uh, so like I really liked him. Um, I love Rent. I know this was his second musical because the mm-hmm. first one was Superbia. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I don't know. I think it might have just been just didn't hit for me. Which is like fine. I think it's great. I mm-hmm. think some of I think the fact that it's like him presenting Tick Tick Boom mm-hmm. and like is this is part of the story. I think that's really fun. The soundtrack is stellar. Thirty ninety is really good. Is all oh, thirty ninety is my eighty. Um, Amazing. I really like. I mean, it's just a fun bop. But this is the life. Bo 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 bo. This is the life. Bo 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 bo. Um. I also really like uh. Oh, what's the one he sang with Gabriella Vanessa Hudgens? I mean. Oh. Uh, uh, marriage counseling yes. or therapy therapy oh my god um, that one went viral for a bit because it it's an amazing it's really interesting like how they sing it they sing mm-hmm. over each other a lot and it's just a it's such a simple format but they do a lot with it um also really nice seeing vanessa hudgenson i haven't really seen her a mm-hmm. lot since um you know high school musical um but seeing her in this it was like oh yeah she's very good she has some things here and there but she she doesn't have a major role in this no. like she really does take a back seat um i thought she was a love interest before i started it she plays uh she plays the love interest like in the, in su- the musical yeah, in yeah. The musical um, um I really liked in the scene where they do the therapy song mm-hmm. where how he's arguing with her while also singing it. Yes. And then at the end, he's like, oh, wait, the song is coming to me. And it's like, that's <laughs> fucked up. I would I get why she was pissed. Oh, yeah. Um, I kind of like that it was an underdog story, but he wasn't perfect. No, Um, he's a very flawed character mm-hmm. all around. Um, And that's not something you always see. Um, that's fair. So I like that a lot. Um, It was fun. I definitely see why you love it. I this was my first experience to Jonathan Larson. I hadn't seen Rent. I've now seen Rent. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this was, it's directed by Lin Manuel Miranda, who mm-hmm. does Hamilton. Um, I thought that it was as a director, like it doesn't necessarily do anything stand out as a director, mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely solid. You like, can see his imprint, though. Yeah, I I, I can agree to that, and it's. Andrew Garfield, who did not know how to sing before that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the thing that everybody talks about. Um, it was kind of his agent just lied and said that he did. And then they he was like, uh, when can you learn to sing? <laughs> then, but he went for it. And he I think is he's amazing as a singer. He is. In this. He is. He also his grandmother, I believe, had cancer oh, and really? died oh, during the filming that. of this. Well, that probably adds um, to a bunch of the so emotional things he does. See. And like there's moments where like I personally I can be like I can feel the emotions that you're feeling in this moment. Like, yeah, this is a spoiler for the movie. If you haven't seen this movie, you would I mean, you would still recommend this movie, right? Yeah, like, I think if anyone likes musicals, they should check it out. There's I, some musicals that I love that other people don't, and there's some people that I don't love as much as other people do. Mm-hmm. Musicals are kind of a very like taste by taste thing. That's fair. Well, I definitely recommend this movie. I think it's it's great, but this is your spoiler warning. When he finds out that his friend has AIDS, yeah, like just that whole thing. It's very emotional and it has the emotional payoff of the song. Um, and that song, I listened to it today. It It's still just an emotional song of like, oh, I'm trying to remember how it starts of Michael and I, like, I, I, I it's gut wrenching. It is. It absolutely is. He's landing like broken to like a mm-hmm. play or whatever, wherever he is like a park or something and just finds a piano, starts playing it. And it's, 
it's such it's it's very emotional it's very good um but there's also some very fun moments like the i like the um um i could get used to this mm-hmm. uh that that's a very fun song uh also just the one that speak spoke to me most personally i watched this this came out when i was working at first watch mm-hmm. sunday yeah oh my god i kept going to like can we play that song in in the restaurant i feel like the customers should hear this song um and it's a very fun song of just him working in a diner and feeling the very relatable or at least to me very relatable thing of fuck the customers you should go home and eat your brunch there it's a Mm -hmm. lot cheaper don't make me go through a bunch of annoying work and in the movie like there are people like there's somebody They're very rude there's one person that's just like you fucked up my order this is why you're just a waiter or something like that and it's like i will smack the shit out of you yeah you have no right it's yeah um and it's but just like that whole number though is great um i do know one of the um oh scarlet sisters i think from hamilton is mm-hmm. in that scene as well um, I think they're part of the Skyler, not Scarlet. Sc- oh, is it? Skylar oh, damn, Skyler. Look, it's been a minute That's since fine. Hamilton. I love Hamilton. So I also I can, love Hamilton. So I can help you with that. But one. Hamilton is not the soundtrack that I listened to today. No, that's fair. Um, and she plays a very minor role. I think she. It's just like her and her friends on like a bachelorette thing mm-hmm. or something. There's a um, lot of cameos in that scene that I do not know who they are, but you can tell they're like, "Oh, look at this person." Yeah. Um, but just. Yeah, this I love this movie so much. It it was so fun and different, and it didn't introduce me to musicals. I feel like I credit that to Phineas and Ferb. That's fair. <laughs> um, but just like it was maybe, I want to say I watched Hamilton before this, but I don't know. This one was the one that I just was like, I like this, mm-hmm. and I watched Rent today, and Rent, um, I I I immediately saw a bunch of the influences uh for tick tick boom and even just like the musical like the music Mm -hmm. is very similar in the way that it goes but it i and maybe it's just because i watched it first i really like tick tick boom and that's fair (laughs) rin is i mean they're both literally about people in in poverty trying to Mm -hmm. make it work and and rent they're just trying to get through this epidemic Mm -hmm. and that is and that is jonathan larson's kind of um uh vision yeah that's his magnum opus Mm -hmm. Um, and then Tick Tick Boom was more about him literally becoming a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I mentioned this off mic, but I was like, I love that it's like everything here is true except the stuff that John made up. Uh, I like <laughs> that's funny. fun, like little things to do because it's like okay, so some of this. It, I mean, not, you can tell some parts couldn't have been fabricated, mm-hmm. but others like, like okay, I can see this. Yeah, maybe they didn't all break out into song. Maybe this not. <laughs> um, but no, I I I just really enjoyed the movie. I wonder if Stephen Sondheim actually showed up um for th- for the real tick tick boom yeah i don't know i had would... again besides the stuff he made up yeah um i don't know i would imagine so it's a really interesting thing to f- play with too mm-hmm. i like i do like that bit where he's presenting superbia like before it's fully finished um uh, to what's his name again steven sondheim steven steven sondheim and then there's the guy next to him that just yeah is he's like, like oh i completely agree yeah like what he says he like says it's shit or something and he's like i don't know you should really go back to working to it but then steven's like i actually really liked it the dude just completely switches well, i like that a lot i love that the guy's like this has no idea what it is da, da, da. and then steven sondheim's like actually this is a musical that i think knows exactly what it is. he's like you need one song here though that's my only critique yeah. and let me tell you steven sondheim is sadly passed but he is 
arguably one of the best composers and and songwriters in musical history. This so would, that's a statement. This is something that you would have more expertise mm-hmm. on. I don't. I mean, from the movie, I can obviously tell, and they and they say it like that he is a legend, but I don't know his work. Mm. I don't know why he is one of the arguably best composers ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. I, I don't know. I've never seen. Is Superbia something that you can watch? I don't know. Um, I actually never heard of it before this. I just like as I was going, I was like, okay, so it's mm-hmm. this, this, then this. I actually do wonder if it is, uh, good. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's good, but from what I can tell of it, it's very sci-fi and kind of removed from reality where Tick, Tick, Boom and Rent are much more grounded in reality. And I think that is a big selling point for it. Um, So I wonder with Superbia and it being this kind of science fiction allegory for what he's trying Mm -hmm. to get across, if maybe it doesn't quite work. It was not released. Okay, well, that might that also um, might have something to do yeah, with it. So, so. He, apparently, after and I'm not sure how true this is based on just Tick Tick Boom the movie, um, he put it aside after it didn't get picked up mm-hmm. because it like picked something a little more normal essentially, mm-hmm. um, and then he did Tick Tick Boom and then he did Rent, mm-hmm. um, so he never got to get back to it to actually produce it. But the book is out there. Oh, okay, well, so be take with that what you will. Um, so I don't know. Hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not a new statement, but just what an awful thing to like. It would have been Die so interesting di- to. Oh, we're talking about two different things. You finish first. Oh, I meant just like what an interest. Wouldn't it be so cool to see what else he could have made if he mm-hmm. had lived? Um, or even just to have the satisfaction of seeing Rent on play. Yeah, I can't believe he died the day before it opened. Such such cosmic comedic bullshit it went on for 12 years yeah there's a high school version they get like the flu it's awful like (laughs) it's like that that whole thing is iconic yeah that's but i hate it it's just one of those things it's a reality where you're just frustrated Mm because you're like come on like give the man something something. you know i also do wonder because it it de- it delves into the AIDS epidemic, and obviously there's a bunch of people that um, were friend, affected by that. Yeah, and friends of his that died young uh, because of it, but also just, well, he dies young of a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. He had um, aneurysm. Um, but it just, like, I'm so also curious, like, there's so many people in his life, and it seems of that era, that they just died at, like, 30-something. And it's like, oh, okay, that sucks. It was a rough time, and, like, there was a whole fate thing of like, uh, it's because you're having sex. So God's punishing you. Mm-hmm. And then it was also gay people got it easier. Mm-hmm. So it was just this whole thing. And it, it, it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was really bad time for people in general. Absolutely. But, um, but that being said, it rent and this feels like un, for any tragedy, there's always going to be pieces of art that come mm-hmm. out of it that represent it. And these are those quintessential pieces of yeah. art for, that specific area of that specific time um and god they are good they are they are very very good so yeah um i only really have like two issues with rent yeah you want to say that uh i don't like how um oh fuck now i'm talking about her name <laughs> who's the who's the lesbian maureen i don't like how she's handled okay yeah. um she's, she's not a- her whole thing is basically i'm a i'm a slut so i'm gonna do what i want <laughs> and you have to deal if you're gonna date me not cool that's um, so interesting i actually really 
like I kind of agree that I don't like that type of person, mm-hmm. but that number at the engagement party, whenever they have like that argument and end up breaking up and it's spoilers for rent, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, I was very interested in that whole thing. And I, that was when I actually was on her side the most because, um, um, what's her name? Um, Joe Jolene or something. It's something like, no, no, no. The, the, um, Oh, the girlfriend, the girlfriend. She, in that moment does come off exceedingly jealous. Um, like it's not, it's not wrong. Her, Her Joanne, Joanne, Joanne does come off exceedingly jealous and she isn't wrong. Her, because uh, she's right. Her fiance is openly flirting with people. Um, but I can also understand that, like, this idea because there, I don't know, but there are people that are like, it's fun to flirt. It's very harmless, and and that's a conversation that needs to be had. And there's other ways to handle it. But at the same time, I just found that whole number very interesting, and I liked it a lot. That's fair. I mean, they confirm that she's cheating on her. Yeah. Um. During uh the Tango Maureen. Whatever. What a weird fucking scene. I love that song and that scene, but we'll get there. Um. But just well, I know, but just the like whole, the, she called her Pookie, so that's well, like the proof. I, I, in the I know, pudding. I know. But also just like it's the first time that they meet Mark and and, and mm-hmm. uh, in the Joanne, movie, yeah. and then the first thing that he just starts doing is a tango. <laughs> he threw me out so much. I was like, oh my god, it's a musical. Like know, it's a very it was, musical thing. It to was go so about. funny though. Um. What was the other thing? That was the main one. I can't think of the other one at the moment. Okay. Um, but I don't, it's it's just bad representation. Because there's a I whole disag- thing where I it's disagree. like, if you're bi, you're a slut, because you just want to date people. So a lot of bi people, I really hate it. And I think that's a completely fair okay. sentiment. Um, I, I disagree. I didn't see it like that, because there are people like that. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was just very interesting that the way they handled it and do I like that character? No, but it felt like a real person. It's fine to be a slut. It's not cool <laughs> to cheat. That's the issue. That's my issue. With but it. that's not also my problem with I it. Know. Like it I just agree with to you a stereotype on that. Is my issue fair? Um, but I mean, it was. I think that was made in like 2005. I think the movie was. It was, it was written before then. It was a musical yeah. before it was a movie. That movie. 90s. Set, that movie is set in 1989. And that movie is made in 2005, and oh my god, is it grunge? Oh yeah, it's supposed to be. <laughs> I know, but I was also just like, oh, this is a very grunge movie. Mm-hmm. It's such a relatable thing, though, because they're just trying to pay rent. Yes, it is. Um, not, I, I don't, I'm not wanting to get into rent too much. Because no, no, that's not the movie we're. But that was kind of fun that, to riff off. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoy Tick, Tick, Boom. I'm, I'm, I'm a little sad that you were disappointed by it. It was a hit. It just wasn't as good of a hit as the other ones. Okay. Um, do you think this does put Andrew Garfield as a more realistic contender for our Baker's Half Dozen? I need to see more of his movies. Uh, he doesn't have a lot. Oh, you you have some that you want to see. I also want to see him Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, I did watch that. Uh, not all of it. Uh, really fucking hated it. Um, it's good. It's Mormon deaths, right? It's yeah. it's Mormon shit. It's good, but it's very. It made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah, it um, looks insane. I think I got to like four episodes. I really tried. I was because it, it was my sister recommended it. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to talk to her about it, but I was really uncomfortable by the whole thing. That's fair. Um, it it looks dark Wyatt, as shit. It also has Wyatt Russell in it. Mm. He plays one of the Mormons. Okay. He plays a psychopath really well. Fair enough. 
Um, I'm interested. So I think that will probably put it on, uh, put a little uh, him higher up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sold yet. Okay. Not sold yet. But we'll get there. We'll argue when we get there. Okay. Um, well, m- the movie that I was recommended. Long awaited. <laughs> the proof, the movie that is proof that video game movies were good before Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, very underrated is Detective Pikachu. Yes. Um, I like this movie. I will say I think Sonic is better. That's fair. I I like this one better, but like I have no real reason. I just find it more fun. I, I have notes on it, but I think Sonic is better. Um, one for CGI reasons. Fair. I think the CGI just is better. The CGI Pokemon in this are very good and they're very close. It's like a 0.1% thing. I think that it that would take it across that line to like Pokemon are real. Mm-hmm. Like kind of thing. The and Pikachu um is probably the one that is best. Or the ones with fur. Yeah. Kind of are done really well. I thought Bulbasaur looked great. It I think that that works for some, but there are certain ones like I almost feel like Lickitung doesn't look so yeah. great. And, Charizard uh, only looks okay. Yeah, there I don't know. It works whenever they're a bit more reptile like, um, because you can kind of believe it, but sometimes I am just kind of like I don't. I don't know. That's clearly a CGI character. That's fair. Um, I have to go to my notes. Let's see. Yeah, let me hear what you got. These are also like very stream of consciousness. You just went. Is that Cassie Lang? Yes. I <laughs> I, I didn't know. I honest. I thought it was, and then she talked a bit more, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's her. Okay, so <laughs> the very stream of consciousness. These notes are my first question: Is do they pay the Pokemon performing jobs? I think so. Maybe in food. Okay. Maybe more of a barter type of thing. I just I I saw Machamp like directing traffic, and I was like, "Are you paying that Machamp, or are you just being like, go, go do this?'" <laughs> nah, I'm certain he gets some type of compensation. I'm gonna say yes. I don't think Pokemon cruelty. Well, Can, there is Pokemon cruelty in this movie. Yeah, but I don't think also, that's it. Consider the person that created the city. <laughs> <laughs> um, Psyduck is such a doofy looking Pokemon. He is. I liked him though. He oh, was I liked, fine. I liked him a lot, but just like he's he first shows up and he's like he's like on another street corner and mm-hmm. and he uh, and he just goes into an alley or something. I'm like, what a doofy looking Pokemon. He's, I love him. I love him to death. It, it was before I realized that he was one of the main Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just another Pokemon that we saw. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a what a weird Pokemon he is. But I like him a lot. Um, Tim has never lived in the Pokemon world. No. Like it they play it he off. He dodged it at all cost. Well, he they play it off as like he he was a he wanted to be a Pokemon trainer as a kid, and then some things some trauma happened in his life, and he kind of turned away from that and kind of ended up hating Pokemon. That is his um as almost like every 90s dad movie where it's like uh, the lesson is that the dad needs to be a dad. Mm-hmm. This movie is Tim needs to learn to like Pokemon. Well, it's <laughs> or also love he Pokemon. needs to learn to uh, be open to his dad. No, it's like Pokemon. I mean, yeah, it's Pokemon specifically. <laughs> um, I mean, there's there's an undertone to all of that. But no, I no, see no, what you're that's saying. the deeper meaning. <laughs> but like this one is like on the forefront. It's like, oh, Tim doesn't like Pokemon. And like, oh, he's very like uncomfortable like even mm-hmm. talking or like looking at the pokemon so it, and it's like that's the lesson he needs to learn um but also just like in some of the ways people converse with him he feels like a completely different character or like he's in a completely different world whenever mm-hmm. he first starts this movie he goes to the police chief and the police chief is like where's your uh your pokemon partner and he's just like uh, uh no i don't have one is 
is that Pokemon like happy or something? And everybody's bringing big energy and he's mm-hmm. bringing very much like, um, I, uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, bye. That's yeah. a weird thing. And it's like, it shouldn't be weird in this world. Like you should be used to it. But I mean, think about like small towns in the Pokemon games versus like big cities. The big cities have a lot more Pokemon in them. Sure. Um, also, but also like when Cassie Lang shows up, she shows up and just, just like zero to a, or just Tim is zero and she's a hundred. Mm. She she's, also looks straight up like a Pokemon character, like a Pokemon character. A lot of people do on this, yeah. but like she just comes up to him and just starts asking him a lot of questions at a l- big energy, just going like, what, what's Harry doing? Like, wh- how do you know Harry and all this sort of stuff? And I'm like, calm down. You have no idea who this is. <laughs> or Tim gets get some higher energy like act like this is at least something you're kind of used to because it also should be a little bit this movie starts out with his friend trying to get him a pokemon partner Mm -hmm. and him just being like no i did like that comedic bit though where it was just like i want you to have a pokemon because you're lonely and cubone's Mm -hmm. a lonely pokemon (laughs) though i was also going like don't don't shit on cubone he's a cool pokemon (laughs) the only flaw i really had with this um i love they made the joke about the it being his relative's skull um like cubone wears his relative skull on his own oh, th- did they make that no that's oh, that's that's pokemon accurate oh i know it's pokemon accurate yeah I, he made a joke about it, it was great he was like really it. great relative skull you're wearing like very much played into it i think uh, oh i well i do also have a note here um i'm often distracted from the plot because new pokemon that's fair <laughs> um and also like taking notes i i kind of was taken out i was trying to write stuff while things were happening so i probably mm-hmm. just missed that joke um i also do have I like Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, uh, but he's also doing Deadpool. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, Ryan which, Reynolds is a specific actor. Well, this is what I mean of, like, Ryan Reynolds was born to be Deadpool. Yeah. Um, but in this movie, and he, he transitions it well, it's less dick jokes and inappropriate stuff, but he's also just, he's riffing, and he's doing yeah. the improv, and he's just, and he's coming up with really creative, like, just funny things to mm-hmm. say the and coffee it's, addiction yeah sure and i, I want to that actually feels like something that was probably from the game i don't oh. know i don't know i haven't played that game but just like some of the things he says like i can feel it in my um in jellies. My, in my jellies I, that feels like hey i mean i don't know they made it a plot point but it feels like a ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. just riffing thing um and so that was very much like i like him in this but that's more just because i like ryan Reynolds. that's fair but like i don't think that's a bad thing no. I think if a person fits a certain box and that box can be put here, mm-hmm. put the box there. Spoiler for this movie, though. Um, Ryan Reynolds is too young to have a son that old. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's son's 18? <laughs> is he, I, he looks like 20-something. He's, like, in his 40s. Still, I don't know. I was just, I was just like, this doesn't seem like it's right. I feel like Ryan Reynolds is... Because Ryan Reynolds... His kids are like, what, 10 at the most? Let me go see how old Ryan Reynolds is. I feel, I know he is in his 40s. And I know he he had them, he has the gray in it, but I'm just like, no, he feels way too young to have a son that old. Um, Yeah, 8, 6, 3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So the fact that he has a son that's like, even if it's 18, I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. But, um, but sure. Uh, let's see. How do these people know about the Pokemon gods? Um, 
I think it's kind of just a world building. I wouldn't think too much into it personally. I don't know though, because I'm also just going like, well, there's like in Tim's room, there's Rayquaza. And I'm like, that's a god. Rayquaza. Ray- um I say Rayquaza. <laughs> it's not potato potato, bro. No, it is. <laughs> I have always said Rayquaza. Uh, I have heard well, other people say Rayquaza. My opinion? No, I'm, I'm A. There's archaeologists. Um, but, B, you're, but you're marketing it. But B, um, this takes place in the Pokemon movie universe. Yes. that Because that they be- reference the first movie. In yes, it. which also very interesting that they kind of just do the first movie a bit. A little bit. They put a, a different twist on it. Yes, um, but they but also yes. are like, well, we've put Mewtwo in this containment center and we're trying to study him and yeah. doing all this sort of stuff. And they I'm literally, like, like, at the beginning, you're like, oh, so it's the first Pokemon that, movie. That was my thought. I was like, are we just, are we just doing the first movie? <laughs> a little different, but it yes, can even it talk about it like, yeah, 20 years ago. Yes. Um, so, eh. but I, I'm, I don't know. I was also just going like, the Rayquaza thing was interesting because it was like, so we're marketing off of a real Pokemon god. Yeah. Okay. Also, there is the scene um, where we are introduced to the villain, though we don't know he's the villain yet, um, played by Bill Nighy, um, where he's in his office and he has just three Pokemon gods, one of which is the Pokemon god, Arceus, Mm -hmm. just statues. And I'm like, how do you know about these Pokemon? (laughs) I think the history's there. In this world, how do you know about the literal god that created your existence? The history's there. I Sure, I guess. I'm just like, uh, okay. That, that wasn't something I struggled to believe. That was a weird thing did you catch? Me. Did you catch on that Ryan Reynolds was his dad? Uh, probably too late. Okay. I, I think I caught on once uh, Once Mewtwo started merging people. Yeah. That was when I was like, oh, because they can do that. And that's mm-hmm. when I was like, wait. Oh, and then. His and then, dad's missing. Yeah. yeah. And it made sense. But at the same time, I, would, I, don't, I don't know if I liked it. Um, also in that same scene though, uh, with the Pokemon God statues, this dude evolved an Eevee for theatrical effect. Yeah, he did. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> he really like he's just like, I'm gonna make this is my entrance and this is my um introduction of my character. Really, I mean we saw him earlier with the ditto. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like they he's like, I'm gonna evolve this Eevee real quick, and then we never see that Pokemon mm-hmm. again. Because <laughs> his partner's the ditto. Mm-hmm. Um, did you catch on that the ditto was with no, the glasses either? Actually, I didn't know. I caught that on pretty fast. Cause I was like, why else would they cover their eyes constantly? I didn't know that. I got, I did get Terminator vibes from the sun and until, That's fair. Uh, but that was, that was fun for me a lot. I liked the ditto a lot. I did too. Fun. It was fun. Um, let's see. Uh, Mewtwo is terrifying. Yeah, but he's also very cool. He is cool, but just, just if I saw Mewtwo in real life, I think I'd shit myself. <laughs> That's fair. Just genuinely. He's so terrifying. Yeah. And they do paint him as like a villain in this at the beginning of like, he, we think that Mewtwo is the one that caused the crash mm-hmm. and is going, and he does go after humans. He doesn't like humanity really. No, but they treat him like shit. Yeah, that's very true. But just like looking at him, whenever he shows up, I'm like, Oh God. Oh no. Yeah. It's very fucking terrifying. Uh, Torterra is dope. <laughs> Torterra, the the scene where they're like huge, so so sick. Uh, I wrote that before that scene. Oh, even better. Just because I, they're just like in this uh containment center, mm-hmm. and they show up, and I realize it's a Torterra, and I'm just like, cool. I fucking love Torterra. Yeah, he's a sick ass Pokemon. He is a sick ass Pokemon. Good generation. That being said, um, my next note was 
maybe standing on a giant turtle is my favorite trope. Yeah, that is a trope. It is a trope. And I kind of like it. It's a fun one. <laughs> um, I thought that was all Mewtwo's shit, though. I thought that scene in particular was very interesting and did make me go, why don't people talk about this scene more? Because the CGI is all great in this. Yeah, it is. It is Doctor Strange after Doctor Strange. But at the same time, that scene where like Earth is bending mm-hmm. and collapsing on itself and they think they're hallucinating from the Psyduck thing or whatever. Like it's all really good. Yeah. And I like it a lot. Um, and just from the CGI stuff, I'm like, why aren't people talking about this movie more? It just kind of got swept under the rug. Which is so weird. Because it's pretty solid. Yeah, it is a solid movie. Um, let's see. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is too young to be Justin Smith's dad. Um, and then my final, like, my real complaint with this movie is uh, there's there's no Piplup. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, shit, I don't ever seen Piplup. I, I was very sad I was for looking, you. I was looking for Piplup throughout the whole movie. You went excited to see Piplup, and I just yeah. didn't respond because I was like, <laughs> I don't want to break that news to you. There is, um, but that actually does go into a real complaint of this movie is they don't, there is a diverse selection of Pokemon in this. But there's not enough um, because if there's any like crowd scenes like in the city, there are multiple copies of the same mm-hmm. Pokemon. We see Greninja a lot yeah, in this do. movie, even in just like besides the action scene that Greninja is in. Like when you're in a city, you can literally just point out like maybe 10 Greninjas and you could do that with any other Pokemon too. just like 10 uh, Squirtles or Growlithe or, a lot of or like, like that's. And- a lot of Lickitung's actually. That's like five. Okay, sure, but it's just like there's there's not quite enough, and I get that for the CGI, it's a lot. Like you, mm-hmm. and maybe it is asking too much to do like the thousand plus Pokemon mm-hmm. that are in it in the games and stuff. But I was kind of going like, there's a lot of very popular Pokemon that are just kind of missing from this. Um, I think I like a big one. Whenever the Bulbasaur show up and. Are, and we're needing a healer for Pikachu, I was kind of going like, oh, this is when Chikorita is going to come out and it's going to use the synthesized mm-hmm. one and we're going to heal Pikachu. And I was I was really hoping for that too because I was like, Chikorita's my pal. I love Chikorita. I love Chikorita. And then didn't show up. No. And I was like, oh. But it was it was to introduce me too. I know. Like it was, it was, it was um, but that is a real complaint, which is not enough Pokemon. There That's were, fair. It was enough to be cool and interesting, but not enough to where... E- didn't where you didn't quite feel satisfied <laughs> i'd say uh did you like like the plot though yes the plot was like very, i thought it was great the plot was very fun um i'm very curious how much of this actually relates to the game i have no clue i don't either um, i just <laughs> really enjoyed the fact that it was kind of like a redoing of the first book movie but also its own take but also like in the universe i thought it was fun to kind of i don't know mess with I, all of it i don't know if i like the idea of just doing the first movie again Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do like Mewtwo in it. I like the um detective aspect of it. Uh-huh. Yes, I like all the coffee bits and stuff like that. I like the interaction between Justice Smith and um Ryan Reynolds Pikachu. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. Um, a palm scene was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I it was scary. It. Yeah, I like that cool. a lot. Um, and it it's very fun. I'm trying to think of more specific moments. Um, the fight scene underground. The say that again the cage fighting oh yeah that was that was fun that was fun i like saying charizard i think if they didn't put a charizard in there people would have rioted oh for sure um and it's very good i like charizard in it 
I also like the idea that Pikachu can just take it. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it wasn't Ryan Reynolds trapped in that body, he could just For take sure. a Charizard. Because he was like, Voltackle, you can literally kill him with Voltackle. It's, that's so interesting. To yeah. Me. Um, I also loved seeing Gyarados. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a cool one. And I almost, it almost feels like a joke at uh, the fact that Charizard is not a dragon type. Mm-hmm. So once a real dragon showed up, it was just, it just whimpered. It was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked that a lot. That was fun. Uh, this did tickle a Pokemon uh, bone for me of just going like, I, I just love Pokemon. And it's, it's such a fun world. It's very cool seeing them in live action. Um, and that was kind of, I'll admit, maybe the my main priority watching this. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention to the plot. If there were new Pokemon that showed up, I was just looking. I was just like, what, what, what ones do I see? Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. kind of all it was. And that's I think that's why the game Pokemon Snap works really well. Probably. Um. But yeah, just I I enjoyed it a lot. I will say I don't think I have too much to say about it. I think it was you said a lot about it, but okay, sure. Um, (laughs) But I think it's just a it's a fine movie. It's It's, a fun romp. It's it's, yeah, absolutely. It's a fun romp. It's not amazing, or I mean, it's amazing special effect wise. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, it's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and I do think Sonic is better. Do you see why I love it though? Oh, sure. It's right up my fucking alley. Oh yeah. It should be up more people's alley. It should it's Pokemon. Be. I'm glad this was a hit. I don't get a lot of hits with you. Yeah. So I'm fair. glad that this one like hit the mark. I like this one a lot. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, I I want to see another Pokemon movie. Yeah. We should watch the original. Do no, I want to see a live action one. Oh no, I can't help with that. I don't. <laughs> I'm sure there are good ones, but the the animated ones I don't know if I I want to go to oh my god I've watched the original with Alyssa and I got her to like it there's a lot of strange oh, the ones. first one so you good know what though. I do remember liking as a kid was the Celebi one yeah Pokemon I remember, forever it was I remember one. that one being very emotional it was great it was oh and sad. I did notice there was somebody in the background that had the um what's that wolf one with like the spikes on the hand. I'm forgetting its name. I don't know. Uh, no, it's a very famous Lucario. Oh, or it's yeah. like the D evolution, the first uh, yeah, stage yeah, one. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's a really rare Pokemon. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, how'd you get that? Ryolu. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also was surprised by some of the newer gen Pokemon, mm-hmm. that, like Greninja. Yeah, because also had um Emola. It had the big boulder dude. Yeah. Too. Like you see them maybe like three or four times. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a cool design, but he's also out of place he doesn't yeah. feel like other no Pokemon. he doesn't um but yeah it, it was it was a fun romp i'm glad you enjoyed it um but with that yeah. i think that's all we have to say i agree um, so if you would like if you could please leave us a review and rate us that helps us get seen by other people if you'd like to reach out to us you can do that at back to the point 21 at gmail.com um we are also at back to the point on instagram and twitter and at back to the point pod on tiktok uh mm-hmm. i am uh, at bombastic brad one on instagram you are plutonic.seth like the planet keeping gus proud amen and with that we will leave you to be continued with fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> that's the name of next week's episode yes it is <laughs> see you next time see you next time